Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Earners, the year is almost halfway over. Do not miss this opportunity to scale to the next level. EYL University is the biggest institution when it comes to business online period. We have ramped up things in 2021 with over 20 infinity groups, including our breakout crypto club, which is fastly becoming one of the top online communities for cryptocurrency information. It also includes MG The Mortgage Guy's Home Buyer's Blueprint Volume 1. It also includes monthly financial planning calls with yours truly. It also includes our book club, our movie club, Access to our private Facebook group with over 6,000 members, access to over 100 past webinars, and access to weekly webinars from industry experts. All that and more for a limited offer of 60% off. That's right, 60% off of the annual tuition. Go to EYLUniversity.com right now and become an earner. All right, before we start, man, this episode of Market Mondays is brought to you by Ally Financial. Ally is an option if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally Financial is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service and innovative financial solutions. 
They are relentlessly focused on doing it right and being a trusted financial service provider to both customers and communities. Get with Ally to make the most of your money so you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter to you. Shout out to our good folks and friends over at Ally. What up, though? Shout out to Ally. All right, let's get rocking and rolling. Yeah, and as soon as you put your screen, I'll do the disclaimer for you, my, my guy. Perfect, perfect. So do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It is very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. This is a message brought to you by the good folks at Earn Your Leisure and the good brother, Ian Dunlap, the master investor. Do your own research, y'all. Get your notepad ready, let's go. 81, <laughs> let's do it. You know if you can see my screen. Yep, you good. All right, let's get right to it. We have an amazing show lined up for you. Today's show is how to master the market, and I'm going to give you the easiest stocks to invest in. Everybody type in chat, investing is easy when I follow a blueprint. And if this is your first time listening, I'll be sure to give it to you tonight. Disclaimer, do not copy, remix, or reproduce my material without written permission. Uh, all strategies that are talked about, all material talked about here, even to tech to index is a creation of mine please do not share without my permission to do so uh because i don't want my lawyer to do his legal thing love you all um subscribe to youtube and join redpanda.com for those of you that are looking for exclusive deals and exclusive information these are the places that i will be posting them and then unfiltered will be coming out there as well um go follow me on TikTok. my my username on there is at the real master investor there i will be posting investing related secrets that I've talked about nowhere, not even in the stock club or on market Mondays. If you got the first one this past week and you thought it was fire, put fire in chat, but go follow me on TikTok and I'll be posting some stock market secrets there. If you want to join the stock club, tonight is your chance. So I'm only going to be doing a deal tonight. The brothers can put the link in the chat. Um, we'll do another one in August and then another one in December and that's it. So the stock club will give you the four best stocks for your retirement, the best places to get in and out of the market, um, additional entries called out by the algorithm of Athena and that beautiful crystal ball of mine, which I created the best growth stocks to invest in the two best places to, uh, where to get into the market gym of the day, a daily call for 10 minutes each day, which normally goes over and 28 bonus picks of the year and a portfolio that you don't have to worry about day in and day out. So if you made money with Stock Club, put money in chat. So for those that are new, they can see that it's the real deal. Stock Club call tonight will happen tonight at 9 p.m. Central after Market Mondays for Stock Club members of Red Panda only. And the uh, Stock Club flash sale starts today. You have 24 hours only. I will not run it back. You guys know I don't play with the prices. I'm not going to run it back. So take advantage of it today. If you want in, if you want the best stocks to invest in. So these are four sites to use. If you want to know what the insiders are doing, please write this down or screenshot these. One is insidemonitor.com. The second one is fintel.com. 
io the third one openinsider.com i've talked about before it's pretty damn good but this one is pretty unique senatestockwatcher.com and here's the site some of you don't know that most senators or those that are in government or congressional positions tend to do better than those that are not in aggregate when it comes to return on investment so if you can click here you can see return by senator so if i want to see hey what is john boozman invested in it can give you a breakdown of some of the things that he's in number of transactions number of sales etc right let's say if we want to go by ticker so you guys already know apple is one of the companies that i think is absolutely amazing one of the best of all time you can click in here to then see apple microsoft amd and it'll pull those up here as well and then if you go to the blog it'll give you some interesting information here about what uh, congress men and women are thinking and then also too um, if you go to the house stock watcher it can tell you for those that are in the house of representatives what they are investing in so let's take a look at alan right here right we can scroll down and see activity by quarter top traded by ticker volume and these are the ones that he is invested in so if you guys want to edge you should look at and see what some of the people that are higher up on the food chain and what they are doing and what they are potentially buying to then be able to have an edge in the market so this stock uh, excuse me this one is housestockwatcher.com and this other one right here that i initially mentioned is senatestockwatcher.com and if you pair that with Walmine, my god you will have a great edge to see the ones in which they're buying and if they're good for a long period of time if that Walmine gym last night excuse me last week was amazing put fire in chat please and I sent this to the stock club members last week, but Chinese military scientists filed for a patent for COVID vaccine on February 24th of 2020. So last year when I was telling you guys, hey, it'd probably take 18 to 36 months for things to get back to normal. We'll be shut down for a year. Everyone's like, no, that's not true. But when you start to look and see during every crisis, there is an opportunity for immense growth and wealth. This person filed for this on the 24th when most people did not find out that COVID was a real thing until March. There's an old saying to follow the money. And this is one of those cases where if you did some digging, you could see what could have come from COVID. Uh, Buffett predicts there's going to be a crash based on his indicators. So if you look up here, this is the previous high of 2000. And right now we're over that same area, which means we are slightly overextended. And some of you have messaged me like, hey, what do you think? I know you love Warren. Do you think we're going to crash? Stop worrying about the big short <laughs> and focus on investing for the long term in a big fashion. I'll say that any drops and I'll tell you guys, honestly, anytime that we have a chance for any major market or any top 10 tech stock to drop precipitously, as they would say in Market Mondays, um, we want to take advantage of that. Put this in chat. Crashes are a chance for opportunity for those of us who are prepared. A lot of you guys hate crashes because you haven't done the work. I see it as an amazing opportunity 
So if a house goes on sale, or let's say a business is worth $10 million and it goes on sale for 30000 that is an opportunity of a lifetime to me. We should look at these crashes as the same, but are we overextended? Slightly. Domino's Pizza is up 7,000% since 2004. Google, of course, went public during that same period of time. So if we look here at this chart, we can see this built a base for a long period of time. Long period of time. So stayed at this level for a long period of time between 38 bucks and 2006 and got down to a low of $2.61. The people that bought this in the recession, in the crash, the last crash, the financial crisis, had a great run. And this is why I tell you, great stocks will stand the test of time. Terrible stocks fall apart quickly. So when people are like, hey, why don't you talk about something other than Apple, Microsoft, AMD, NVIDIA, VGT, VTI, um, Caterpillar, I'm like, I don't want to trade a great company for a shitty one because you may not have the discipline that I have. Put this in chat. Great companies will make you rich if you hold them for a long period of time. Holding them for a short period of time will make you poor. I put this on Twitter earlier. I'm like, don't you notice all the people who said that I was not for the culture or I charged too much or we didn't know what we were talking about. None of them help you get rich or get out of your job or retire. Don't, you don't have to follow me or like my disposition or thesis on the market. One thing I can say, when you follow the richest people to have walked this planet, they historically have held companies for a long period of time. Those who have not ended up in a poorhouse, right? So Domino's is a tech company that focuses on food delivery and pizza job well done to this company. And yes, this stock is amazing. It should hit maybe 644 within three or four years. Uh, kudos to Invest in Lion. Um, I wanted to walk you through three fun facts about Mercado Libre. Mercado Libre is probably one of the greatest businesses and publicly, tra publicly traded companies on the face of the earth that more people are not talking about and should be. Um, it was the first Latin American company to be listed on NASDAQ. So you guys know I love NASDAQ. But anytime there is a player that enters a space and they're the first, if they have a competitive advantage or edge, it's something I will look to add potentially to my holdings. More than 70% of their employees are under 30 years old. And then eBay bought 19.5% of Mercado Libre in 2001 and sold a stake in 2016. Now, hindsight is always 2020. I don't know all the conditions that made eBay sell Mercado Libre, right? I don't know all the conditions in which McDonald's chose to sell their stake in Chipotle. Answer this for me. Would eBay which most people don't use. More people are using Shopify. That's why I said Shopify is a new eBay. Um, and Stripe will be the new PayPal. Would eBay and McDonald's would have been better off holding the positions in Mercado Libre and, and Chipotle long-term? Yes or no? Uh, I want to shout out Brianna for being up 181% on SPCE. And I know some of you got beat up in it, but this is the most important lesson that I want you to take from me. Or one of the most important ones. If you believe in a stock, hold it for five years minimum. Put it in chat. If you believe in a stock, hold it for five years. I want to shout out my guy, Kobe. He was the first one to really talk to me about Virgin Galactic. Um, and this is why I tell you guys, you don't want to buy the high. So it went to 6280, fell back. Man, it went to 14 bucks. 
and 27 cent the yearly open for Virgin Galactic was 23.92. For those of you who are asking, how can I get into the market? The yearly open is another way in which you can get into the market. This is the last time I'm going to talk about it. Here's the thing: use the instruments that I give you. Use them. This is another way. So you have fibs, you have the 200, you have the 100, you have the 72, you have a 20, you have a yearly open. This on the way up, snipers. You notice the pattern is a way to you to buy in what you could have got in and now it's at 54. the biggest lesson i do want you to take out of this though is to hold whatever you believe in for a five-year period minimum if you truly believe in it hold it for 10. the biggest issue is not what to buy is that you're not holding the shit long enough in order for it to materialize it for the fashion that you needed to for your benefit Block out the noise, hold for five years minimum. If you believe in it truly, hold it for 10 and then let the financial dust settle where it may. What are my thoughts on the ticker symbol TEVA? Let's take a look. So I'm, if I'm looking at TEVA, you guys tell me what is the direction of this? The high was at 72.31. The high was in 2015. It's currently sitting at 10.25. Maybe if you have some information that I may not have, you can invest in it. Me personally, I don't like this. I like for a stock to move to the upside, not to the downside. And then if I go to the, the five-year month, this is the 200-day moving average. The average smooth out price is 37.25. And back in 2015, the average price was 53.54. It never broke above 53.54. No. So think of it like this. If you're the balance in your bank account was 53,540 bucks. You now have $10,000 left. Is your bank account moving upward or down? The answer of course is down. We want to buy assets that increase in value and not decrease. Now maybe news can change, but as of right now, I do not like the stock. Um, and the true thing I want us to focus on is peace of mind and happiness. And then you have to realize that everything is important until you're sick. And I saw this quote, I thought it was amazing. Nonetheless, we borrow from the bank of our health, taking loans and the stress and sleepless nights to pay for something that does not really matter. And truth be told, the car, the clothes, the accessories, the toys do not matter as much as your health, your happiness and your peace of mind. Write down the people that cause you stress and peace of mind. And not saying that you have to completely eliminate them, but maybe talk to them 50 to 75% less to see if that increases your happiness. Kudos to Ken. Ken called me and challenged me like, hey, I want you to do this uh, seven day juice fast with me. It's been 18 months probably since I did my last one. I'm like, oh, I want to do it. He was like, okay, I'm starting. Send me the pictures when you get yours. And I feel great. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash businessgoldcard. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I say all that to say, anything that causes excessive stress, misery, or, or unhappiness in your life, I want you to get rid of. Because the truth is, if you amass all this money by listening to the advice and the insights that we've given, that I've given you, and you have a bunch of hell going on in your life, it is for nothing. And we all may know one or two people that have put the emphasis on money. And at different points in time in life, I have as well. And then your health isn't there and it means nothing. Please make the adjustment beginning tonight. Kudos to the big Aristotle, <laughs> the most dominant guy of all, uh, big man of all time. And I meant to post this a couple months ago, but, um, and the guys were with Shaq recently. And Shaq does not get enough credit for being a great business person, but great piece of advice here. It's not about how much you make, it's about how much you keep, Shaq says. Save 75% of your earnings and put it away. Use the 25%, other 25% as you please. Put in chat right now. I'm going to either save or invest 75% of my money. Because what good is it if you make three or eight or $10 million in your lifetime and you go blow it all to show off on a gram to other people that are not happy on the gram? Huge mistake. I told my brother the amount of money that I'm actually saving and or investing in the market, his entire face dropped. And he was like, shit, save 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 invest 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 use that money to make you more money and treat every dollar as a soldier to make you more money you shopping only takes your money and your time that you've worked hard for to give it to another family to then make them rich it does that sound stupid or not even the saturday sales and weekend sales that was a mechanism to get wealth transferred from the masses into people's families but you can do as you please. And I want you to, to tell you this. Um, this past weekend, uh, the 26th would have been my grandmother's birthday. My grandma Rose, may she rest in heaven. Love you dearly. But ironically enough, it's the anniversary of the passing of my other grandma, Grandma Katie, um, my dad's mom. So as you get older, you begin to really focus in on what matters. And I'm telling you, family, friends, people that you care about, going after your purpose and your passion, that matters most. If there's somebody that you have not talked to in a while in your family, just call them and tell them, yeah, I love you. Even if you guys are not seeing eye to eye, even if you haven't talked in a while, even if you've done wrong, a lot of times just saying I love you will have a tremendous impact on them. And then also... Write this down. Make a list of 20 people that you need to call and check on every month. Ironically enough, seven days later, my granddad, God rest his soul, uh, my granddaddy John. So they were the original John and K plus eight. And I'll talk about that because in this generation, like the ability to even make money and communicate is way easier than what our grandparents have. And we, we cannot take this for granted. But my grandfather ended up passing seven days after my grandmother Katie passed and most people kudos to everybody back home found out at my grandmother's funeral 
I'll tell you this. I ain't give a fuck about the market, marketing, business, revenue at that time. The only thing I wanted to do was figure out a way to ease the pain of uh, my dad and my aunts and my uncles. And as you get older, you realize those moments with family matter more than anything. Even in Western society and in America, we put such an emphasis on getting a bag and that's important. But the real bag is having freedom and then spending time with those that you love. But that has to be the priority. And even if you don't have the money and you're on your grind, you have to carve out time for them because once they're gone, it's too late. So God, uh, may you bless all of my grandparents and family members that are in heaven. Here are the top five holdings of the S&P 500. A lot of times we don't have to recreate the wheel. I've given you guys a blueprint, but listen, the top five holdings of the S&P 500, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, and they hit a trillion dollars for the first time today, and Google. Have you heard of those companies, yes or no? I know you guys want the sexy play, and hey, man, I want a, a weekly option put. In the... Listen, that shit don't work because the discipline that it takes to make that work, 98% of the population doesn't have. And, what, and the people want to comment on a replay. They're going to say, oh, he's wrong. Do you have the money now and are you retired? Let's stop talking about theoreticals and let's talk about what has actually been done. When I came on and told you guys in the beginning of 60 months and sacrifice, you've seen me live those principles. I didn't upgrade my camera to maybe four weeks ago, eight weeks ago. Sacrifice. But when you're pouring, let's say going back to Shaq's advice, 75% of your money into winners, that will add up for you. And that is how you will be able to get wealth. And truth be told, Apple, Microsoft, Facebook, Google, Tesla, Roku, Chase, Johnson & Johnson, Mercado Libre, Chipotle, all have business, better business operations, better CEOs, and better infrastructure than any of us talking or watching us tonight. Invest in them. And for those of you who, even after all those I spotted out, is going to say, I don't know what to invest in. Two tech companies, Apple, Microsoft, two index, VGT, VTI, you're golden. I'm going to be real. If you don't do two tech and two index, you don't want to be rich. You don't want to be rich. You don't want to be rich. You're bullshitting. You want to gamble because you hate what you do. You hate your primary business or you hate your job or you have not taken enough time to master your craft to then monetize. Put it in chat. Two tech, two index. If you don't do this, you don't want to be rich. And kudos to the queen who's currently sitting in office interesting quote and you guys go play this video she said for years and generations wars have been fought fought over oil in a short matter of time they will be fought over water for those of you that have watched the big short with michael burry at the damn what happened you good Ian? there he goes <laughs> as soon as he said Camilla Harris, I said, oh, no. Then said, nah, he took it too far, a little too far. <laughs> Here. Bioengineer. He back, he back, he back, he back. <laughs> he said, nah, 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 nah. They got the VP. We we cleared this. He That's crazy. Talking that, start talking yeah. that political talk, man. I told him, I, I told him stop doing that. That's crazy, because I just had a like a whole hour and a half conversation with Paula McCarthy, who is uh, uh, owner of a, of a water 
company, water plant uh, here in New York. And um, she's ready to, to, to have operations actually speed up a little bit. So shout out to Paula. That's crazy that that's what he put in as his slide. And that's the last slide he got. <laughs> that's it. Check on him. Check on him. I told, I told him. I'm good. I'm good. I'm here. I'm safe. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let's try and get it going. And these were good comments. This wasn't nothing crazy. Yo, the letter boys is watching, man. <laughs> we forget. Now I stay. <laughs> Those of you who are, right? All right, let, let me see if this is working now. I love Over it here. I love it here. Those of you that have watched The Big Short with yeah. Michael Byrne, at the end of the- Is it playing or no? Nah. They, yeah, you good? You good? They, they, he's back? Yeah, he's back. All right. Movie, they told you what he was going to invest in. Once again, you don't have to listen to me, but listen to what the 1% and the best in their field are actually doing. So I don't know what's going to come of this yet. Maybe nuclear fallout, may, maybe chemical warfare, bioengineering, maybe bio warfare. Who knows? But if everyone is starting to say that the one of the most important resources is going to have a shortage, you have to then begin to look at the places in which you will be able to make money and monetize from that. Nike hit an all-time high. We told you guys about it last week. I told you guys about it when they said Kaepernick was the reason that the stock dropped. That is not true. Years ago, let's go look at the chart. And this is Nike's chart right here. Let me ask you a question. And the fellas only. Put this in chat. How many pair of J's or how many pair of Nikes do you have? And you know where I'm going. Great. How many shares of Nike do you have? And is it a one-to-one -one ratio? I'm gonna tell you this, for every pair of Jordans that you have, I want you to have at least 100 shares of Nike per pair. 2005, the stock was at $10.65, it is at 152. If you are doing business with someone, you should also have a way to make business by doing business with them. Charge beautiful. The 200 was down here. If we go to the five year chart at 61 bucks, I gave you guys the prices of Nike would get in. If you'd have just got in off the yearly open, you got it at 142.85. It's at 152. And then you can, for those that do technical analysis, you can see the support areas were down here at 125. And then previously at 130. Those are all good areas to get into the market of Nike by the companies that are dominant in their spaces and hold them for five to 10 years. And before we go to this quick accountability, how many shares have you bought this month? I don't wanna hear anything in the comments. How many shares have you bought this month? Cause you can ask endlessly what the ones are to buy, but if you don't take, don't take the action and execute when you should, cause timing, right? So when you have mastered this, and I always say I'm on this proverbial mountain climbing up to master to get better. But when you have time in the market and you can time the market as I can and pick which ones to be in and the ones to stay away from, the only thing left for you to do is ex execute. Put in chat how many shares you bought this month. The number of shares that you buy should be the first thing that you buy every month before you pay any bill. Some of you are gonna ask uh, in BlackRock, Love, kudos to everyone at BlackRock. What are the three best ETFs? Write this down. IVV, IWF, and IVW. Those are three of 
some of the best ETFs at BlackRock. What are my thoughts on VGT? Absolutely love it. Love, 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 love. One of the smoothest products that Vanguard has ever created on the growth side, for sure. VGT, I absolutely love. If I had to pick one index, if you want a growth, it would be that one. Should we use Thinkorswim's on-demand feature to practice trade? If you don't have NinjaTrader or Infinity, yes. You absolutely should. How often should we naked trade? Twice per month. That's it. And I would do it either on the first Monday of the month or the last Monday of the month and no other time. Why? Because of volume. Here's the thing, though. You have to write this down. You have to set your target in advance and obey your target and obey your stop. If you get your head cut off because you had a 40 tick stop and you let it go 80 ticks or 88 ticks, that is on you. A lot of this is about personal accountability. But if you trade naked twice a month, especially for Dream Team and those that have been rocking with me for a minute on the days in which we know the volume is the highest to prevent those premature whipouts and whipsaws, this is a good thing to add to the repertoire for sure. How do we get stopped out? How do we not get stopped out on NASDAQ so much? The answer is very simple. Number one, practice more. If you have not hit 300 practice trades, you can't access yet. Number two, you can widen your stop. So the max I say you, your stop should be on NASDAQ is 100 ticks. Now you need a multiple of at least eight in order to offset the losses that you're going to have. So if you're a stop loss, or let's say you have a multiple of 10 to be safe, because I'm assuming most people who listen to right now, if you're not in the sniper program or dream team, you haven't practiced enough. Let's say a multiple of 10. What does your stop loss then need to be? And what does your target need to be? Practice more. Now, a wider stop does not give you room to gamble more. I want to be clear on that. You still need to do 300 practice trades. And I'm going to be real. If you get stopped out a bunch with 100 ticks, stop. You, you're buying at bad prices regardless. Practice. That is the answer for everything that you want to be great at. Practice. I would like, um, well, how do I structure my portfolio if I'm starting at 50? Should I prepare for death? Maintain a lifestyle or pass it on to children? That's really up to you. If you, it depends on your personal goals, but if you're looking to use it as lifestyle, my suggestion of what to invest in is going to be the same to tech and to index. Um, the only way in which that, that will change is if inflation goes up a crazy percent, 8%, 10%, 15%, 9%. Um, as long as inflation is, we stay under five or 6% to tech to index is the formula in which I'm going to follow, whether it is in preparation for death to pass on, to pass to a child, or for lifestyle. Those are going to give you safety and growth combined in one. Bloomberg reported there's only a 10% chance that a recession will happen next year. So if you're looking to recreate the magic of last year, it's not going to happen yet. I don't think another recession is going to happen until 2027. So then I want you just to continue buying until the next recession occurs. Buy and hold is the move, but people who don't have money tell you that it's not because they want to finesse you into doing some shit that's going to make you lose a lot of your money. 
Space tourism, newest arrival is going to be offering trips by balloon. I'm scary, so I won't be doing this. But it looks pretty damn cool. If you're going to do the space tourism balloon thing, let me know. Put it in chat. I think it's a very interesting concept. And space exploration will get a lot hotter. We've given some space. Um, you can also look at the ticker UFO. Um, if you want to get one in the space exploration, we've talked about it here before. But you're going to see a lot more of these kind of companies pop up. And the central bank actually boosted its asset purchases in the past week and uh, in a month, in the past three months. Even when they are talking about tapering its bond buying in the media. This is one of those lessons where I always tell you guys you have to watch what people are doing and not what they are saying. And you guys asked me, what are my thoughts on a couple stocks? So let me go to the charts and walk you through and screenshot these lists. And I'll tell you which ones are good and which ones are not. All right. First one is Spotify. Do I like it? I would give it a C. Um, it's still a good long-term investment, but I don't love it as, some, as much as some of the others that are here. Facebook. Absolutely amazing. Put in chat. Is a trend here up or down? Facebook dominant. I think if Wall Street loves Zuckerberg a little bit more. The price will be even higher than what it is, but Facebook is absolutely amazing. Apple, absolutely, absolutely amazing. I know some of you are like, yeah, Apple's slow. And the... a company worth a trillion dollars can't move slow. Can't move slow. Let's go to PayPal. PayPal is absolutely magical. There are some that I like more, but yes, PayPal is absolutely amazing. Let's go to Lowe's. Ticker LOW. For those of you that are in construction and or real estate, I always tell you Home Depot and Lowe's are two of the ones you should be in mandatory because you're spending money there anyway. Absolutely. CRM. Yes. CRM dipped a ton last year from 284, came down to 202. Tremendous buying opportunity at that price. And it get back to 284 either by fourth quarter or top of next year, 20. AMD, yes. Despite the chip sh shortage, yes. Um, NVIDIA, I love more. Um, but And I'll look at that right now. Much better. But remember, last year I told you guys, especially if you guys follow me on Twitter, if you want to make your own little micro index, invest in the two best in the space. So even like Visa and MasterCard, you compare those two together. AMD and NVIDIA, you compare those two together. But AMD, I do like NVIDIA, I just happen to like better. Let's look at Activision Blizzard. Um, I do like them a hell of a lot. And then also with the same thesis, um, you can look at Take-Two Interactive, which is TTWO as well. Absolutely amazing. Thank you for those of you that followed my brother last week. Um, his channel is Big Ass Kid, B-I-G-G -G with two Gs. Um, follow him on YouTube for to support his gaming channel i appreciate you so much let's look at chewy chewy i don't love as much in comparison because it's new is it promising yes but there are companies that have better returns that i would rather lean on what do you think of alibaba alibaba i like i don't love chinese companies as much so i will stay away from this one what do i think of snap snap has performed better than i thought um yeah it's performed better than I thought it would. Are there other tech companies that I like better? Yes, but Snap is on the uptrend. Definitely look to add it to your watch list and potentially your portfolio. Datadog, let's look at this real quick. 
Yes, Datadog is on an uptrend. Amazing. In video, we cover it. Let's look at land research. Ticker LRCX. Is this trend to the upside or downside? Yes, amazing. Let's go to end phase real quick. End phase, beautiful chart. Not a lot of turbulence until earlier this year. Have some hard pullbacks, but great, great stock. Yes, I like this one. AMD recovery. Let's look at GNRC. Is this trend to the upside or downside? Stock club members, you see why I sent you this one and the other one last night to put into the watch list? Yes, ticker GRNC. Let's look at Zebra really quick. Zebra Technologies, Sleeper. Yes, was that 46.13 at the low of 2016? If we go to 20, go to July of 2018, it was at 137.61. It's at 527.13 now. Love it, amazing. And then let's look at Paycom to wrap up. Paycom Software, not as strong. I like Zebra more. It's not bad, but if I compare it to Zebra, GNRC, or Enphase, those are better in comparison. Screenshot these. Screenshot these. These are some of the safest stocks to invest in. Google, NVIDIA, Shopify, Twilio, ILMN, and let's go look at the chart on this one. So Illumina Inc. Not a lot of people talking about it. A lot of value. You can see, of course, last year, almost everything came down to the 200 uh, moving average. Great. The price at the yearly open, which I gave away probably six weeks ago, is 370. It's at 481 right now. Here, put this in chat. Safe stocks usually are expensive. The cheap stocks are the ones that usually cause hell in your portfolio. So I know everyone wants a $10 stock that could go to 800. I do as well. But usually safety is going to come at a price and that's the premium that you're going to have to pay for it per share. And the last one, Intuitive Surgical, absolute love. Some of you have been asking me for about dividends and I give a whole list in Stock Club, but I'll give you a couple here that I like. Lowe's, Costco, McDonald's, um, Apple and Microsoft also give a small dividend, but it is a dividend nonetheless. So when you're like, hey, what about dividends? The growth of Apple and Microsoft usually are gonna offset the gains that you would get in AT&T because the stock is gonna drag down on AT&T. All AT&T seems to do, and Bonowin talked about it on here. Kudos to the king. I appreciate you, brother. Um, all they seem to do is buy distressed assets at too high of a premium. Right? And then here are some that I love that are not dividends, but Ulta, absolutely amazing. If you have a significant other that shops at Ulta, they can tell you why. We talked about it before. MasterCard, but Johnson & Johnson, Visa, and Starbucks. All of these are absolutely amazing stocks to invest in. So now... You can't say you don't know what to invest in. Passive income stocks. Texas Instruments. I haven't talked about this one a lot. I love Home Depot. Dominant force in their space. Incredibly safe. And as long as we have to build commercially or residentially, they're going to be a powerhouse for years to come. Apple, Waste Management, and then Crown Castle happens to be in Bill Gates' portfolio. It's not the only reason I like it, but Crown Castle is pretty damn Amazing. Kudos to the stock club members who got into it last year um, in March. Albert Einstein once said compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it earns it. He who doesn't pays it. What he's saying, 
the longer that you take to begin investing to the market, the long, the more it's going to cost you as you get older. You hear the confidence in my voice about how I love this? Because once I finally cracked the code when people was holding it back for me, I promised I would give it away. But now, since you've been told to what to invest in, and if you learn nothing else, two tech two index is all you need. Even if you change the technology companies out, great. But if you do not invest, think of all the years you are missing out on, on potentially retiring early. How much different would your life have been if you would have been invested in a market since you were two years old? Or let's say five years old. It makes a hell of a difference. And I'll say this for my entrepreneurs, because I know you guys have been asking me to give more. I've talked about this, but I put this five years ago. The number one thing you have to focus on is the five people that you brainstorm with, talk to, and do business with. It will affect your performance no matter how talented you are. So the first time when LeBron left Cleveland and went to Miami, great. Everyone criticized him for it. What no one said was LeBron didn't have the best teammates to then stay in Cleveland. So if you have family, friends, or significant other that are telling you that you cannot do it, and I, I face this, some of you have watched me blossom and grow through removing people who were not supportive of. One of the ultimate edges you are going to have is the five people that you surround yourself with. And I, I'm not telling you to cut everyone out of your life. But if you the people that you talk to the most are not supportive of you and they're not also putting in the work to get to a collective goal, you have to change your fucking five. I'm only telling you this to save you headaches and heartache. And, and those of you that are into investing, same thing. The people that you talk to about investing will shape what kind of gains and expectations you then will have and it will also determine how you will execute shout out to all my, my family my friends my associates everybody in red panda i appreciate you guys so much you have everything that you need to master the market here in front of you all you have to do is execute if you're not going to bullshit if you're going to buy quality companies you're going to put a large majority of your money into investing even if you're a business owner because if you're a business owner, Apple, Microsoft, AMD, NVIDIA are going to pay better and be more consistent than any employee or consultant you usually ever hire. But it's up to you. I can only tell you what I'm doing. And doing it this way brought me a lot of peace and happiness. And if you want the same, you'll do the same. Love you guys. Over and out. What stock are you going to buy every month for the rest of your life? I want you to clap like it's church. What stock are you going to buy every month for the rest of your life? Please put that in chat. Love you. Over and out. Ooh. Hey, man, I want, to I want to personally thank you for uh, giving out 85% of my portfolio tonight. <laughs> my bad. I want, to, I want to thank you in advance. That was... That was, that was but impressive. when you get in is most important. So stock club true. members, when you hear me be like, Hey, here are some of the ones and you're like, why would you give it? If you got it eight months prior to when they did based on my price, turn on investment gonna be different. Yeah, so. I haven't heard Datadog in a while. I, I, I had Datadog at $80 and uh, it's been on a ride. Got up to 117, peeled back all the way down and then now it's creeping back up in an uptrend. So I'm glad you said that one. I haven't heard anybody talk about that. And then Shadi knows I'm big on Salesforce. I, I actually convinced That's him. What. <laughs> to get into the position. I'm not betting against Benioff. <laughs>
Every every uh, two weeks, he reminds me about it. So <laughs> I appreciate you confirming that for us. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, Salesforce definitely rises on that point because I'm in I'm in Salesforce heavy, courtesy of Troy. <laughs> well, it's a slow creeper. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That that was a lot, man. A couple of things out because I was taking notes and I'm looking at the notes that I had written for tonight, and I'm like, wow, he just he just covered that. But the snap thing, I, I know we had um, apologized about that. That was one of the the companies we covered early on, you know, in Elysia, one of our first episodes. Yep. And um, to see it, it how it's rebounded, how it's performing is outstanding. And I think last week they announced a deal. I'm not sure if everybody saw that they announced a deal uh, with Universal Music Group, which is the biggest record company in the world. Mm -hmm. um, so to see Snap sign a, a deal with them tells you a few things. Number one, they definitely are coming for TikTok. And two, they have an advantage now because they get the artist's music before anyone else. Um, so you got major, I mean, if you can think of any artist, they probably signed to a subsidiary of, of Universal Music Group. So that's interesting. That's that's a great play for Snap. Um, obviously it's gonna compete with Facebook, with uh, Instagram. So big deal and nice performing um, by Snap. Anybody that was involved in, in the Snap, um, allocation or who has put money into the snap um as an asset shout out to you congratulations on that yeah snap is that's one of the ones i dropped the ball on snap is definitely a, his builder his builder solid company before we even go into that i want to just remind people um ian had mentioned it early on the flash sale for red panda if you're interested i believe um it's pinned in the youtube section right troy yes it is yes it is on youtube it's at the, it's at the top yep so the link to the stock club is pinned on uh, the YouTube comments and is also in the description of the video. So if you're interested, um, as he said, I think it's a 24-hour flash sale, if I'm not mistaken, yes. for, for the stock club. So the link is there. If you are if you are interested in it, you can click the link in the YouTube um, pin or the description of this video. Um, yeah, but snap. Snapchat is an interesting company because um, we definitely spoke about Snap early on. I think episode three, maybe, like four, maybe two or three, yeah, yeah, of Earn Your Leisure. Not even Market Mondays of Earn Your Leisure before. So this was like two, two years, two and a half years ago. And at the time, um, things were not looking good for Snapchat. Snap, Snapchat stock um, was spiraling out of control, and it looked like um, they was about to go under. But they have done a, a good job quietly um, of building a nice company. They're not Instagram, they're not TikTok, but um, the stock has rebounded. Snapchat, their, their growth has um, rebounded. And Snap is one of these, these players that um, is legitimate. It's a legitimate company that has a solid um, base, core support. It's been tested. It has survived the test of time and it's yeah. um doing well. Yeah, it's one of, I think at the time, and people probably can't even think back this far, but at the time we had seen Instagram just swallow up their competitors. Every function that a competitor had, remember Vine, right? We were like, all right, well, yep. whatever Snapchat has, oh wait, Snapchat has filters, Instagram is now putting filters. So we were just like, you know what? It's gonna be tough to survive Facebook when you're a brand new company who hasn't even seen revenue. Um, but they've managed to do it, man. I know they have shows. Shout out to uh, PTG. They got a show on over on Snapchat. Um, so they got exclusive programming. Obviously, now with the Universal deal, that's pretty big. That's that's a big deal. Yeah, and we got to yeah. look. Snap was at 11 in April of last year. So when everybody missed our AMD, NVIDIA, Microsoft, CRM, DraftKings, they were one of the few companies that was under 20. They got a nice balance. They're at 70 now. 
Um, you know, I always tell you guys, like, if I dropped the ball, even my guys, I, like I told him, I didn't think it would get that high, and it did. But um, it was one of the few ones that was under 20 bucks, and then it ran up. Like, I don't think, oh, let me ask you guys, I'll survey you. Who, if you have a Snapchat account that you use, actively put Snap in chat. The advertising platform is amazing, and that deal with Universal. I'm Good. sure we'll see Shiggy or somebody on there real soon. So, <laughs> shout out to our boy Shiggy. Yeah. Shiggy, Shiggy, Shiggy's our guy. Um, other big news, Ian, and you kind of mentioned it in uh, your, your great presentation today, was Facebook hit $1 trillion, uh market value for the first time ever uh, yeah. after the Federal Trade Commission. Uh, their lawsuit got dismissed, man. And just when we thought tech was dead, right? <laughs> so... Uh, what what are you, what are your thoughts? We saw that the stock grow for, uh, by four uh, percent earlier today. Um, like I said, I, I got off the plane and I looked at the Nasdaq. I said, "That's up one hundred fifty point, one hundred forty mm -hmm. points." Man, it's good to be back home. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so target for, for Facebook is five. My personal target five twenty five oh nine in three years. I, I think Zuckerberg is underrated and slightly unappreciated. Um, Wall Street doesn't love him as much as other tech founders. So that's, they, they don't love him how they love Dorsey. So I think the stock should be higher for what they, they have WhatsApp and Instagram. Yeah, if any I think, other company had those alone, they'll be at 500 minimum. That, and that was what the, that's what the lawsuit was about. It was like, are, are they creating a monopoly by having a WhatsApp and having an Instagram? And so now that the, the case has kind of been halted, dismissed. For now, yeah. Back to business, back to business. Yeah. You know what, I, when, I, when I was looking at the report, it was interesting because I heard Facebook monopoly, you hear Apple antitrust. There's a company that nobody kind of mentions when it comes to antitrust over the past five years, and that's Microsoft. They kind of just sneak by with everything, huh? They have a competitive edge and care about the users. <laughs> oh, and um, shout out to my guy, Clint. He sent it to me earlier. They are going to do computers as service model later this year. So you'll be able to log into the cloud and use the entire Windows interface without even, that's gonna be a game changer. Of course, it's gonna be hosted through Azure. Uh, two tech, two index. And when people say a lot of times, I think somebody mentioned this in my financial planning class last week, but they might not be, familiar what he means by saying two tech and two index. So for anybody that's new, because I know we get new listeners every single week at Market Mondays, and I realize that there's a lot of people that's coming into the space that might not have ever invested or they're just beginning to mm -hmm. invest. So I always like to just kind of like, you know, um, walk people's hand through it if we can. So when, when Ian refers to two tech, two index, I'm sure you probably heard him say that a lot of different times. He's talking about an index fund. So you have the S&P 500 index, you have the Russell 2000 index, where it's like a microcosm of the market where you like the S&P 500, you have 500 companies um, from different sectors that makes up the, the market. Um, Russell 2000 is two, 2000 um, companies. So, you know, the Dow Jones is another index. Um, so that's what he's referring to with the index. And then obviously two tech, that's just, you know, two tech companies. So whether it's Amazon, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, um, these are all tech companies. And the big tech companies, um, the acronym is FANG. Um, and that stands for Facebook. Go ahead, you got it. Facebook, Apple, Netflix. Are you, Amazon, Amazon. Amazon, Amazon uh, Netflix, and Google, right? Yep, yep, there you go. 
Yeah. So, so yeah, because I, 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 I saw somebody put that in the chat and then somebody, I think somebody mentioned that to me the other day, like what exactly does he mean by two tech and two index? So you can play it however you want, but that's kind of the strategy. And even when we have Mark Cuban on, Mark Cuban, you know, it's different variations. He said he's investing in one index, the uh, Russell 2000, and he's in net. He's in Netflix, and he's in what was the other tech company he said he's in? Google, Google, Netflix, and Google. Um, so you know, it's it's not two indexes, but it's one index and two tech companies. Um, so you know, it's it's around that. Like I said, you can play around with it, add an ETF to it here and there. Yeah, kind of spice it up however you want, but that's kind of like the blueprint of um, you know what he's referring to when he says that. Yeah, and when you guys are asking which ones, VGT. VOO, Apple, Microsoft. So if, as long as interest rates don't go to 11%, the strategy will work. If stra if interest rates goes that high, banks would be what to invest in, in FinTech. So I try to reverse engineer and go back through history and say what conditions in which it won't work. If interest rates are extremely high, the strategy will break down. But outside of that, with tech ruling every part of our life, that formula for me, because I created it for me, I didn't create it to share it. Um, I wanted to work for 150 years. So when I started looking at what Ray Kurzweil was talking about and Team Andreessen Horowitz, tech isn't going to slow down once we talk about life sciences, human cloning, genetics. That will all speed up. So that 150-year timeline, it should hold up over time. So that's where my thesis came from. Too tech. Yeah. Feel free to use it, but it's mine, so don't remix it. So if I see you posting on, on Twitter or IG and acting like it's yours, um, yeah, law firm will be calling you, but use it and, and make all the money from it and tell me how great it is. Yeah, you have it. Ladies. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I, I think, I mean, it's only right that we do a little Bitcoin talk. But before before that, Ian, you, you was talking about outer space and I'm not, I'm not sure if you guys caught this, but um, so we, we've, we've heard the news, obviously Jeff Bezos is going out of space on the 20th of July right, to commemorate the 52 anniversary of landing on the moon. Did you see that there's a petition signed by 134,000 people for him not to return? Did you, did you guys see this? <laughs> a petition I want Jeff to a, come back. But that's a crazy. petition from they, people yeah, from there's, there's people um, from change.org, there's people who saying that billionaires should not exist, should not exist, should not exist. He has 134,000 signatures saying to leave him out of space, which is absolutely ridiculous. We love Amazon and we love Jeff. Please, we need him back here. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you can make the argument that there should not be billionaires, but when you start to go down that rabbit hole, and if we lean towards communism, ask anyone that's been in a socialist or communist environment um, if they like. The truth is there is no perfect version of capitalism and no perfect version of any economic system. This is Even true. in like a utopian scenario where everyone has the same level of wealth, same access to everything, they've tested it. There are levels of depression because there's no hierarchy in society. I think capitalism on in Western society is extremely broken, but the trade-off is there are gonna be heavens and hells in each model that we pursue or use. Yeah. What do you believe in? <laughs> what do you believe in? Heaven or hell? You don't believe in heaven because you live in a hell. Shout out to the purple tape. Great point. Make they call us the new Ray and Ghost, Shadi, of, 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 of finance, man. I, I like I'll that. I'll take it. I'll take it. Major, I'll take it. I'll major, take it. 
major inspiration for us for sure. Yeah. Purple tape. And, and before we go to the earnings, it, it would be remiss if we did not mention Bitcoin. And and so right before we came on, I'm not, uh, again, um, this is like kind of breaking news. Kathy Woods, Ark Invest applied to offer a Bitcoin ETF. And so I know that always gets people excited when they hear Ark Invest, they hear Kathy with her success over the past five years, obviously the Bitcoin ETF. We've been talking about that. A, a lot of institutions trying to get into that field. And this month on the 21st, Elon, that guy we, we, we talk about so uh, regularly and Jack Dorsey are gonna meet to discuss Bitcoin mm -hmm. at a conference called the B Word. Um, so the, the, the conference is based on uh, with the, the foundation of the conference being about getting institutions and companies to adopt Bitcoin. So yeah, anytime Elon obviously texts, we, we know something comes after that. So we'll see if there's a run up that comes obviously with the Bitcoin uh, news from uh, Kathy and now the conference being coming up in the next month. I'm gonna be interested to watch uh, the movement of Bitcoin and some of these other cryptocurrencies. Ethereum crossed back over 2,000 today. Yeah. Yes, it did. So you know, long I'm long Ethereum. I'm long Bitcoin. Long crypto. Period. Um, yeah. So Especially you know, those two are 20 year holes. Bitcoin, yeah. Ethereum, easy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see what a, B, a Bitcoin ETF uh, consists of, right? Because but most people are thinking that when they hear it, they're thinking of cryptocurrency ETFs. And so they're probably thinking right, it's going to have Bitcoin, it's going to have Ethereum, it's going to have all these other currencies and well, coins inside of it. But I'm interested to see it. Um, they apply for it. We'll, we'll, we'll see um, how that goes. strategy. Yeah. I mean, we, we've spoken about it, right? It, first, the first step is application, then denial, then renewal. And that takes like a six to 12 month process. I know Fidelity is they already reapplied. So their decision should be coming in uh, October, September or early October. So the time is coming, man. It's here. Well, it's not even coming. It's here. It's here. You have to be careful who you pick on because when people get their arms and, and money together, if they, they get the fund flows to come in from that and she's the first one to get it. And that capital comes back in, she's going to be able to wreak havoc and be able to re well played, well played. Because it makes no sense. For those of you that are red blue ocean strategy, the best strategy of all is to not compete. So since everyone adapted her strategy last year, she's going in a different lane and it's a hedge around who can come out with ETFs as quickly as she can. These yeah. next three years would be pretty good for her. And, and if Tesla breaks 7.1957 to the upside, to the moon. Party, the party's yeah. back on. I saw somebody, somebody, in, somebody in chat said, "How do you leave Bitcoin?" That's one of the things that we talked about when we had the Bitcoin class. Was and you guys should be in the in the crypto classes that we we're having. Shout out to Alistair, um, who's leading the crypto club, EYL University. Um, you got to have a, a ledger where you're actually um, having your coins held, and um, for a variety of different reasons, but from a security standpoint. Uh, and really, I mean, whoever has access to that ledger is has access to the coins. Mm -hmm. So obviously you don't want to give everybody access, but you know, if you marry, you might want to give your wife, you know, it, access to it or, you know, leave instructions or let your kid know, you know, so that way, you know, with the blockchain, it's a little different. It's not like, you know, okay, Rashad Bilal owns this and his name is on it. It's like, you know, whoever yeah. has access to it, that's why it's kind of dangerous because you can get stolen and it's like, all right, well, you don't have it anymore. X, Y, and Z person has it. 
So something that's something to consider when you're going in, when you're going into the world of crypto, you know, educate yourself and just be fully educated on what you're actually invested in and the precautions to take. Cause it is, it is a legitimate question, but it's a new, it's a new way of doing things as far as with the blockchain technology. And I'm sure that they'll, you know, work on refining it and making it a little bit more easier as far as, you know, as time goes on. But right now security is extremely important. So you want to make sure that your coins are secure and, um, like, you know, I've heard people even say, like, you should have a, a safety deposit box. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, safe, a safety deposit box for your ledger. So, um, so yeah, something to think about. Security, security, security. Very important. Yeah, and Saya, uh, shout out to you for putting it in the chat. I see you over here, uh, Ernest. Uh, the Crypto Club meets uh, first Friday, first and third Fridays of every month. So shout out to Saya and shout out to Alistair. Oh, there's another message about the Telegram group. Please do not share outside. It's a private group, y'all. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. And shout out to to, to my guys at the Cheat Code. I know you mentioned them earlier, Shotty, but that's what I'm when I'm basing my crypto uh, investments. I'm looking for my buy and sell signals on there. So shout out to my, Did my you boys. Get into the twenty-eight thousand price that I called or no? Uh, so, I, what, so you you said twenty-five hundred. You said twenty-eight hundred. Twenty-eight thousand for Bitcoin. Oh, you talking about oh, Bitcoin? Bitcoin? Oh, Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I was I'm thinking okay. Ethereum. Yeah. yeah yeah, yeah, definitely load the boat, load the boat on that. Um, anytime Bitcoin drops, I'm loading the boat on that. But um, yeah. yeah, Bitcoin. You got. I bought Bitcoin was when it was five. The crazy thing is, and I bought Bitcoin when it was five thousand dollars, and at that time, um, people were saying that why is crazy? Bitcoin? Yeah, like yo, that's bug- yeah. like you bugging out five thousand yeah. dollars. You bugging out. Yeah. Now, <laughs> at thirty thousand, it's a discount. Easy. Please let it get Man, to five. My average price in Bitcoin before I got caught up in the Mount Gox thing makes me sick. It was six you were early. Different. Yeah. That's why that protection and the ledger and not sharing. And even for those of you that are having your uh, passwords in the iCloud, I don't want to tell you, but I'm going to tell you. If them young boys hack your account and get in your iCloud, it's oh, yeah. all Coinbase Pro is not going to be able to help you. Well, any of those brokers overseas, they will not be able to help you. I'm just telling you, like, keep your password secure, please. Yeah. yeah. And and, yeah, it, and if you have Coinbase, before we go to question and answer, at least have the two, was it the Google two authentication? Two factor. Yeah, there's a Google. So that that's a lesson itself. I'm glad you said that, Shari. The Google authenticator, um, obviously, it, re- it creates a six-digit code every 15 seconds. But please do not do this. When you download the Google Authenticator for your phone, please remember if you get a new phone that you need to transfer all the information from the old one. If you delete that Google Authenticator, you will be locked out of your account. I'm only saying this because I'm speaking You can get for it back, friend. but it's, it's <laughs> very difficult. It will take you half a year. You must know somebody who went through this. Uh, I don't even want to mention his name. <laughs> okay, don't do it. I'll yeah, yeah. my guy. Shout out to you, man. <laughs> my bad. Yo, so so the, the the ledger is a form of protection. You know, what was another form of protection, life insurance. And so this earnings support is brought to you by Ladder, right? So yeah, Shai is always telling us this, man. It's not for the people who die; it's for the people who live, right? So why not pay a bit each month to protect the ones you love? If you're asking yourself that question, I want you to check out Ladder. Ladder makes it impressively fast and easy to get covered. Just need a few minutes and a phone or laptop to apply. Ladder's smart algorithms work in real time, so you'll find out instantly if you're approved. No hidden fees, cancel anytime. And since life insurance costs more as you age now, like right now is the time to cross it off your list. It doesn't matter if you're 20, if you're 21, 27. 
now's the time. So check out Ladder today. Uh, if you're in, and to see if you're instantly approved, go to ladderlife.com slash market Mondays. That's L-A-D-D-E-R life.com slash market Mondays, ladderlife.com slash market Mondays. Uh, check it out, man. It's one of the best investments I've made. And a lot of people who have created generational wealth have used life insurance as their tool. Don't miss out. So, Ernest, like last week, we spoke about Nike. And we got a few that you didn't mention. Um, and they kind of got caught up in this whole uh, meme stock. So, Bed Bath & Beyond is going to report on Wednesday. Um, and so, that's an interesting one because it's, it's kind of like one of the left out meme stocks. But it's up 70% in 2021. And so, they're going to be reporting on Wednesday. Be interested to see uh, how, how they reported in their quarter. And then, Micron, one that's not really talked about, a chip maker that's not really talked about. We always talk about AMD. We talk about NVIDIA. Uh, uh, but this is also inside of SMH, and they're up 67%. They'll be reporting on uh, Wednesday afternoon. And then Walgreens. Walgreens is going to be reporting on Thursday. And it's like one of those things. Obviously, in America, we talk about Walgreens a lot because it's one of those, like CVS. It's like yeah. it's a one-stop shop, and it has um, a pharmacy inside. And so their Village MD program, if you're not familiar with Village MD, I want you to check out what that is. Um, they're rolling that out. Um, so it has, it started, I think they announced it early end of last year. And so that's, that rollout has started. They're trying to get 500 to 700, uh, village MDs inside of their stores. And so that rollout has started and they're going to be reporting on Thursday too. So that is our earnings report for this week. It's kind of light, but some solid companies. Walgreens, okay. Bed, Bath and Beyond. It, yeah, it, it's, it's a tricky one. Cause it, it got caught in the, in the, in the meme. It's like, not a good long-term investment. Best way to put it. There you good have trade. not a good long-term investment. Troy, Troy, can we get some questions? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. I'm gonna go to Jason Warner. He was actually in here before everybody was in here. So, Jason, I'm coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Hold on. I think I gotta reclaim something for y'all. One sec. What's up, fellas? Can y'all hear me? What's yes. Up? How are yeah, you? Yeah, we hear you. What's going on, Jay? Oh man, good. Yeah, I got in here so early. I was like, damn, they already started. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, man, just want to say shout out to you guys. You guys have came a, a super far long way with everything you've done for EYL, Market Mondays. So in light of that, um, would you guys just be able to talk about the first investment you ever made, whether it be traditional real estate, stocks, a lemonade stand, just what was your first thing? And you're like, all right, this is an investment. I want my money to work for me. That's a That's an excellent, excellent. Great excellent question, question, man. Great question. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I'll start the first investment I ever made, I was um, 18 years old in prep school. Shout out to IMG Academy. Um, I was in prep school in Florida, uh, one of the best basketball schools in the country. And, um, you know, being that I was in prep school, I was like a fifth year senior. You have a lot of time on your hands when you kind of, you know, you don't really go to school too much. It's like they kind of make up classes for you just to kind of like have something to do. But you play basketball pretty much the whole day. So. I had a lot of time on my hands and um, I was always interested in finance even back then. So I didn't have money to like, you know, invest. I didn't even know how to invest. So the first investment that I did, I can't front, I bought Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Not, not only did I buy the book, I actually brought, at that time it was like cassette tapes. So I brought the whole package. I think it was, it was like, like eight of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was like, it was like, it was like cassette tapes, um, a manual, a book, a workbook. All of that. I forgot how much it cost. Like, you know, probably like 800 back then, something like that. But um, 
that was a great investment because, um, you know, no matter how you feel about Robert Kawasaki, he said some crazy things as of late, and we kind of see his true character. But, you know, um, my brother Wild267 said something that was very poignant. Don't beef with the information. You don't have to like somebody to learn from them. And um, I can't front. Like, that book, that whole course was something that really helped change my mindset and educated me um, on a lot of different things when I started to look at money differently. And um, that set me on the path ever since. So that was my first investment. And that's why I always say invest in your education. Don't be cheap on your education because the education is the only thing that's really going to save you in this world. So, you know, I practice what I preach. I, I paid, I paid for that, which would in today's time, I guess would be like considered a course. Um, I paid for that when I was 18 years old and I studied it. And, um, I still remember a lot of those things to this day. So that's my first investment. Yo, that's crazy. Um, and I'm gonna give Mike his credit right here. Shout out to Mike, our, our partner. Um, it was sim very similar. So that was the first investment I made too. I remember I had just graduated college. This is probably like 2005. So shout you probably still in prep school at the time. Or maybe, maybe, maybe not. So um, we we were talking, we were sitting at uh, Jamal's house and we were trying to figure out a business we could start together. I'm, I think you were there. We were talking about trying to get a Cold Stone together. We were going to do a Cold Stone and then we were talking about it. And then I remember Mike was was talking in a language um, that I had never heard him speak before. And he was talking about business and investing. And I'm like, yo, where did, he, where did this come from? Um, and he had told me he read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And after that night, I said, all right, that's it. He inspired me to get that book and read it and learn from it. And, and from there, I made my first investment in the stock market, which was my first company I bought was Apple and it was $85 and they had, I think they had just, they were about to announce the iPhone or there was some rumors that they were gonna come out with a phone. And so I scrambled up enough money. Um, I was a TA in Pleasantville, New York and I scrambled up enough money to buy like five or six shares. And I was like, all right, bet, this is great. Um, so that was my first investment in the stock market and Rich Dad Poor Dad was the first investment in myself. But you gotta put it in perspective. That's eighty five dollars. People will say like Apple's like at a hundred. Yeah, like, well, it's been split a few times it's now. Been it's, split like five, yeah. it's been split like five, five times, times, right? So right, like five really, times. That's so that's the equivalent of like it being five dollars. Right now, yeah. It was crazy, and it was crazy because um, I had I never forget I had bought Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I bought Business Week. And I was like, it inspired me. Like, you know what? I need to, I need to learn more. It wasn't something that I learned in my household. My brothers weren't really familiar with it. You and um, Shad, uh, you and Jamal were familiar with it. And Mike was coming in contact with, with this type of information. I was like, I need to, I need to step my game up um, and not just worry about like my profession. I need to worry about investing as well. And so I had yeah. bought Business Week and inside that Business Week, I had learned about obviously Apple. I learned about China Mobile. I learned about Badu. Uh, and there was another company, but all those companies came from the same magazine. And so I was like, all right, these are the companies I'm going with. And they, they, I did well. And then obviously 2009 happened with, with the market, well, 2008 happened with the market like tanking. And I was like, ah, oh, man. So that was the first lesson from my first investment. All right, be patient, be patient, stay the course, which I didn't know then. Obviously I know now. Yeah. And that information that we, it was hard to even good, get good information, like even books word of mouth because if you look back at that time when Rich Dad and Poor Dad, Rich Dad, Poor Dad was good and popular, there were hundreds of other books that were terrible. Um, so that's square about being an entrepreneur versus owner um, versus investor shaped me forever. So that one was uh, critical and no BS time. What is, let me look it up. 
No BS Time Management for Entrepreneurs by Dan Kennedy. Uh, kudos to my guy who introduced me to it. So when you hear the title, you're like, I don't need a book about time management. But the truth is like how you manage the time in your business is how ultimately you're going to make money. The thing that it taught me though, is the habits of people that are poor. Mm -hmm. So he has an entire breakdown. Like when I do business with people, this is what I look for. Like if a person misses the first meeting, even by one minute, I'm going to do business with them. And I'm like, that's harsh, but it's very poignant because if I can't count on you on the first interaction to show up, when it's really crunch time, we have something big, you can end up ruining the company or the deal. So that book shaped how I did. And that's what even, this, so I got that book in 2007. That started the no email, even on sales calls, I would group my sales calls together. I didn't believe in doing one-on-one -on -one calls. And then in 07, Tim Ferriss's book, 4-Hour Workweek, um, fundamentally changed how I thought about doing business as well and doing things at scale. So those are like, knowledge-wise, three books that had the greatest impact on me and probably always will. Yeah. Another book that helped me out a lot was How to, um, how to Make Money in Stocks by William O'Neill. That's so know. great. That's so slept on. Yeah. Oh that's my God, that's slept on. It's a real easy to read book for, for beginners. Um, and it gave me a lot of information. And then that led me to uh, Investors Business Daily. Um, a lot of people know about Wall Street Journal, New York Times, but not a lot of people know about Investors Business Daily. Yeah, and that's, that's something that is extremely, extremely valuable if you are interested in, in really being becoming a real like solid investor the information in there is is really really a one changer yeah, yeah. so um, you know what I, so yeah that's another one another one that that i had um was who moved my cheese and that's like a really really easy book it's like 87 pages but it, yeah. it just breaks down different types of mindsets uh so who moved my cheese by by spencer johnson that was my second book that was a good book though shoddy that you name solid ones Jason, that was a great question, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, that's an amazing question, man. It took us down a trip down memory lane. Yeah, man, yeah, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> like, I appreciate it, though, because I think I think some of the best investments that you can make are the intangibles, and I think we get too caught up on, you know, all right, what's the quickest play? What's the quickest way? But if you change your mindset, everything just kind of opens itself up. So I appreciate that. Thank you. No, nah, and for real, for real, you can get lucky. That's why I always tell people all the time, they like, what's the play? What's the play? You can... You, you can make a million dollars by luck. Invest in Dogecoin uh, a year ago and you're a millionaire. Like, you know what I'm saying? But that's not sustainable because it's like now, the, the worst thing that can happen to you is you make a lot of money and you don't know how you made it. Mm -hmm. Because now you're nervous. And the pressure to come with that? Yeah, now you're nervous. Now you're scared because you know deep down in your heart, you can't duplicate that. You can't duplicate that. Eventually your money's going to run out. So, because you don't know how to invest. You just got lucky. So this is why we try to educate you and, and try to like teach people actually how to fish, how to invest. So reading and learning is extremely important because like it's one thing just to get a stock tip or just to, you know, like what's the newest crypto to buy. But eventually you're not going to have Ernie Alicia. You're not going to have Ian Dunlap. You're not going to have Wall Street Trapper. At one point, you're going to have to just figure things out by yourself. Oh, so yep. it's better to learn that way if you ever need to just rely on yourself you got the tools and the confidence mm -hmm. that comes like whether you guys that are watching like how i deliver it like how my approach you know one thing for sure i believe in this shit 
and I'm confident in it. That comes from time. And we're just trying to give you the same thing. Like no matter who comes around, when it comes to that crystal ball, you see the little, little pink background, it's illuminating the night. You have to have your own version of the crystal ball. So you, regardless of what happens, any circumstances, you can get buckets in your field or genre. That's it. If you lean and, on somebody for too long, they can end up taking it from you. Go ahead. They're asking what's the, the name of the, the time management book again. Um, I should know this off the top of my head. No BS Time Management for Entrepreneurs by Dan Kennedy. Oh, yo, shout out to Saya. <laughs> it's already in the yeah. chat. Appreciate yeah. <laughs> appreciate it. Jay, appreciate you. Thank Probably you. Probably the greatest book on time manage management and business I've ever read. And you got, I, like, I don't, so on my bookshelf, there are certain books that I never let anybody borrow. That's next to Money Master the Game. Shanique, what's going on? Unmute yourself. Obviously, you've been unmuted. What's, what's the deal? How you doing? <laughs> Hi guys, how are you? Thank you so much for your hard work. I have a question. Um, so I'm, I've been like um, doing the match with my 401k, um, putting money in my Roth IRA, and also I'm about to create an emergency fund. No, I'm looking to have roughly 20k and I want to eventually buy a house within five to 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, I already have another brokerage account with Robinhood with some money in there, but I'm not putting any more money in Robinhood. What I want to do is create another brokerage account just to do what you said, buy two tech stocks, buy two index funds. Mm -hmm. But I already have index funds in my Roth IRA. So honestly, what I really want to do is buy all Apple stocks with the 20K. What would you do? Literally two. Well, well what, what indexes do you have in your 401K? Um, so I have the, uh, uh, I'm going to pull it up right now. Sorry, one second. The, the so seriously, through, go ahead. It's through Fidelity and I have just their, their index fund, which is the total market, um, total mm -hmm. market index fund. I have the bond fund and then I also have an international ETF. I would do VGT, VTI. I can't tell you what to do, but if it was me, I would do VGT, <laughs> VTI, Apple, Microsoft, set it and forget it. And go look at the comments right now. If this worked, if you if you did it, put yes in chat. The hardest okay. part about investing, however, in doing this is that it feels like it's gonna to take too long and then people are going to talk you out of it for one reason, because they're not doing it. So there's always fear, even amongst friends. That's what I, that five people you talk to think is important because a lot of people don't want to miss out on those gains. <laughs> so they hope that you don't get them. You ask any other person, is Apple a good company? Is Microsoft a good company? Nine out of 10 is going to say yes. Especially if you pair the two together. Same with Visa and MasterCard. Same with retail. Like if you pair Target and Walmart or Target and Nike together, works flawlessly, right? A lot of times people are going to talk to, to talk you out of it because they're not actively investing and they're pressing their hate upon you, hoping that you don't have the gains. So you can't say, I made 300,000 in, in 11 years doing this. And they missed out because they didn't want to do it. So VGT, VGT VTI, Microsoft, Apple. And, and another thing is, um, so, I would- Go ahead, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, I don't how old are you? I'm 33. Yeah, you have a bond fund. 
I, I probably wouldn't have a bond fund in a portfolio. That's too conservative. Maybe three, yeah, maybe like 3%, like not to you 40, 50. Wait. Yeah. Wait. And also when Ian said, um, has it, the crazy thing is like, I feel like most people that's investing, they don't even have enough time to even, they're not even qualified to say if their investment strategy is working or not. Cause if you didn't invest for 10 years, 20 years, like this, this is the type of long-term planning. So even like people get frustrated, like, nah, it, it hasn't worked or I haven't seen the gains. You don't, your case <laughs> like study in three not, weeks. Yeah, you don't even have a long enough case study. Yeah. Like it, it, in science, like you, you gotta actually, you can't just do a survey based off of one day or even a year. You gotta look at 10 years to actually even have enough data to, to give an educated answer. So mm -hmm. I think that people have a lack of patience and it's mm -hmm. like, you've invested for 18 months, not talking to you, I'm just saying just in general, you invested yeah. for 12 months, 18 months, six months. You're not really even in a position to, to have that type of feedback yet because you don't have enough time in. Like, so this yeah. is why it's like long-term buy and hold, invest every single month, invest every time you get paid. And then look at it 10 years, 20, I guarantee you it's gonna work out. It never has not worked out. That's the thing, like you can actually back, that's the good thing about the stock market. You can look, yeah, like you, you, you can actually put together a portfolio and back test it and say, okay, if I invested $20,000 in this fund or this ETF okay. 10 years ago, what would it be right now? Obviously that's not going to say like, that's exactly what's going to happen, but mm -hmm. you, can, you can have some level of understanding of what probably will happen in the future by what already has happened in the past. And um, this is why when you're looking at your 401k, the rates of return for the last 10 years since its inception, the last five years is extremely important because history usually repeats itself, repeats itself yeah. in life and investing. Like if there's a fund, like the reason why I talked about the Franklin Dynatech fund on our episode that we did with Ian originally in, in episode 70, I, I used to put a lot of clients in there is because since it has over 50 years and since 1968, it's averaged like 12% a year. So what's the odds of something that's averaging 12 to 15% a year for 50 years to just fall off a cliff in year 51? It's probably not going to happen. And that fund is continuously performing well. So you don't have to really be a rocket scientist to figure that out. You look yeah. at what it has done historically and you kind of gauge that, that, okay, this is probably a good indicator of what will happen in the future. Even though we always say that past performance does not dictate future gains because legally we can't say that, but yeah. I mean, just using common sense. And this is the same thing. Like once you understand one thing, you understand all things. So it's the same thing with sports. It's the same thing with, the weather, like they they backtrack the weather. Real estate. Yeah, yeah. you look at yeah. what happened and they, and they judge it from there. Yeah, definitely. I agree. That's my um, approach. I don't mind putting money in the market every month. I like it. I don't want to touch it. So I, I really like, I'm very comfortable with long-term saving. Um, another thing is why I wanted to just throw everything in Apple because the price of Apple is like 134 right now as opposed to the others that you mentioned, they're a little bit higher. So I know time in the market is better than time in the market. So I know Bro, diversity- You got me so I can time it for you. Okay. Well, you already yeah. gave the, 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 um, the mark for Apple, so I know where to get in. Um, the others, I, I don't know so much, but because I know Apple, if I know if it hits 
that number, I, I was just thinking to just throw it all in there. But um, Mark- I, I'm going to I'm going to do what you say. Yeah, I, 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 I remember the number for Apple. It was like 118. Yeah. So if it, he said on under Mar- 120. It's yeah, good. So on March, on March 30th, on March 30th, it was 119 and 90 cents. And so that should have been the sign. Boom. It hit the number that that our, uh, our resident wizard had <laughs> mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. I appreciate let's, that. Let's get in. Let's get in. That, that would have been a good, a good time. Microsoft 214.45 is a good area. If it ever gets down to 198.82, I would be elated, like out of my mind. And then 223.38 for Microsoft. Those are the three prices. Thank you so much, Ian. You're welcome. Oh. I appreciate you. Thank you guys you. for your time. Have a good day. You as Thank well. You. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Shadi, I just want to give um, I want to give you a, a round of applause for all the, the science tech lab teachers who you just went through a hypothesis, a trial. That's true. <laughs> Need a preponderance of data. Yep. You learn, Thank you. you. Learn, Thank you. You learn, you learn something. You learn something in school. Yeah, man. I remember going into lab like, damn, it's lab today. It's going to be a lab. Snatched my soul at Indiana University. Oh, my. I was like, no, you got to You got to back. And that's what I was telling one of my friends. And I was telling, like, even this social media influencer, it, we don't know how this is going to work out for a lot of people. And that's why I hope, I hope and pray that these people are saving their money and investing their money because there's not a, there's not a, there's not enough case study to mm-hmm. even know. It's only it just this just happened two years ago, really eight months ago. So we don't even know. There's not a long enough case study to know how this is actually going to turn well, we out. We know what happened with MySpace. We know what happened with Vine. Only fan creators. Oh, baby. They're going to clean the, it up too. The, the, the difference with that is that I don't think MySpace had superstars or like Vine. That's true. Kinda, yeah. Like, you know I'm saying that's monetizing. That's really monetizing and out here really getting to it. So I just say that to say, like, you know, the long game. You got to play the long game. Anything that you anything that you do and just have patience and understand that um, if you don't have enough time to, to, to do a hypothesis, then err on the side <laughs> of caution. Err on the side mm-hmm. of caution. That advice yeah. that Shaq gave, and Shaq has a bunch of coins. That 75 rule, saving and investing is legendary. Shaq's legendary. been some game, too. Um, I can't wait for y'all to hear that. Shaq's been some game. Toya, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on, Toya? Toya? Guys, I've been learning a lot from you guys um, at, on the university. Um, Toya, can you speak up just a little bit? Is Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, I was just saying thanks for the the uh, university is amazing. I've been learning so much. I was on um, the call Sunday, and we was just, we was kind of talking about like financial building financial wealth in our communities and how like uh, you know this this platform is creating a a great resource. So I just really appreciate you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my question, um, I am um, an investor. Like, I mean, I started out with just, you know, like investing my 401k um, and then stuff like that. And then I've been kind of learning, listening to you guys, uh, paper trading. I did a few little uh, day and swing trades, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be really 
cautious and be certain. Like I, I heard what you said about being cautious. It reminds me of the TV show Billionaire. I don't know if anybody watches that. Bill- billions. Billions. Yeah. Billions. Yeah, that one. Where he says, um, he said, how how certain are you? And it's like, he's like, I am not uncertain. He only does anything. He only does a trade if he is 100% certain. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to like be like that. And I'm doing a lot of paper trading and studying. My question, though, um, in the meantime, I want to continue to invest into my long-term trades. Like you're saying, like monthly, you know, I have a budget where I just kind of save it and then I wait for a time to get in. Um, but my question about long-term trading is investing is how often do you look at those stocks? I I know, um, Ian was saying like, kind of set it and forget it, but like, what, what are your triggers when you're, when you know you're like holding something super, super long, right? Like, do, do you just continue to hold forever? Even if there's some like crazy event, like last year or 2008, you know, do you have triggers set up to to try to get out in those type of situations, or do you just like literally like just set it and forget it? Like, what what would be a, a reason to get out of the long term trade? I guess is another way to ask that. Um, if I can answer this, so we're talking about probabilities and billions, right? So, Axelrod talked about only taking a trade or an investment if you know that you're going to win. Yeah. If you go look at this book. Uh, called Simple Wealth. Josh talked about it, so I want to give him credit. If you hold an index fund for any 20-year period, 100% win rate across any American index. If you look at tech, historically, any of the big 10, even if you extend to like the top 13 of any era, if you hold for 10 years and six months, you have an 85% probability of winning. This is the trick, though. People are always incentivized to get you to sell to either not have wins in your favor, because you're always competing against somebody in a market, either institutions, other families, cultures, right? The lack of willingness to not hold is the greatest detriment detriment to us as a society. And you know what I mean when I say that. Because mm-hmm. anybody who's holding for a short period of time, and that's why I always make the analogy, like if you're only holding for two years and I get you on a flip, but a lot of the income disparities over the last, let's say, 20 years would have went away if we would have held for a lot longer. But there's a reason we were not told to hold. Everybody that I know that's a business person that is not my hue, they know this shit like the back of their hands and it's not even a primary focus. Because mm-hmm. the holy trinity of freedom is to have a business, real estate, and stocks. They're the same game. There's no reason to sell a quality company. You don't see Genie Bus. So what happened when Dr. Bus passed? He passed the business off to Genie. When Genie Bus passes, she's gonna then pass it off to whoever is next in line in the family. That's why I always say, like, we have to look to hold these stocks for at least one generation if we really want generational wealth. Anything other than that is a trap. But we have seen this happen. Like, look at the Rockefeller family, like look at any major family that has some societal influence to this day those companies have been in existence for 100, 200 years. Unfortunately, we get told to think month to month or at best case, one year out or for our kids up until they get to college. Life starts when they graduate. That's why I say like for me, when I came up with two, two tech, two index, that had to work for 150 years. I'm thinking about Xander's 
grandchildren, grandchildren, grandchildren. That's just me. I'm straight. Yeah. Toya, I, I'm I'm with you. So the the set it and forget it. I I kind of it's tough for me. And so I I, I everybody I, I've made this very clear. Like I'm on a goal to to get a thousand shares of Apple. And so I check that every day. But I'm only checking to see if I can get it at a better price, right? So if I if I see the price get to a point where I can add to the position to increase that goal of getting to a thousand, then I'll make a move. And so I check it. I'm not watching it every second of the day, but I'll check it every day to say, all right, well, it's moving upwards or, or it's peeling back a little bit. Did it hit a point where I can add to the position? And so I guess I set it and I watch it. I don't forget it. Um, so that that's just kind of my strategy. Yeah, I, I hear you. Like, it, it makes sense what you're saying, um, you know, both of you, because I get what you're saying as far as, like, trying to change your mindset to instead of thinking about, okay, what can I get, like, where where can I get a, a flip where I can, like, you know, get some gratification mm-hmm. instead of thinking like that, thinking more like, okay, how well can I set up, you know, my bloodline? Or even just you. Like even yeah. with me, the biggest mistake that and I, and I said it a couple of weeks ago, in 2020, I probably should have borrowed at least 500,000. Like my net worth should have went negative. All these jackets and these cups, I should have licensed and sold all this, everything. And I invested a ton last year. Hindsight being 2020, my net worth should have went negative. Like that's the, the one time I will agree with Grant, like when you have an edge, if I could have got a PPP loan and used it for investing at 2% mm. mm-hmm. to the moon, right? But oftentimes we're looking to flip emotionally because we aren't doing what we need to do on a day-to-day basis or we may hate our job. Yeah. So we want the gratification so we could then tell the boss or the partner that we don't like, hey, screw you, I'm done. But that's going to come even and I know a lot of times when I tell you guys do it for a generation, but it has to start with you because the biggest issue is I don't want to give this money to my kids and I don't benefit anything from it. For those of you that have invested, especially in the stuff that I've told you guys to, you've seen those returns happen in six months at most. So in two years, three years, like life will be dramatically different for you. I promise you just hold it. But the, if and I'm going to talk to you as a competitor, can I be real with y'all? If I'm a competitor and, and we're, let's say we're all racing to a number. If I can get you to sell your shares, I'm going to beat you. That's the greatest trick. Most people are checking into their account to then sell. The real trick is to not check in and hold for a long period of time, but people are going to tell you, you can trade your way to it and do other, and all this flip talk, all the people that are talking to you about flipping don't have no damn money. Go ask them how much debt they have. It's a lot of people making a lot of money, but the, they are actually negative because they're living off loans or living off credit card debt. You guys got to be careful and just ask basic questions. Are you debt-free? How much do you have saved? And then also if they have children, you can look at their children and their children are a reflection of how the world they're doing financially. It's easy to go lease a car and go stun on IG. Then if the kids don't look well, that'll tell you everything that you need to know. Be mindful, but don't follow me. Follow what the top 1% have always done. Recreate that magic and you'll be good. I'm just telling you what I wish I knew at 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Oh yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you. I, I just want to ask one one last thing really quick based on what you said. So based on what you said, as far as trying to benefit 
for yourself while you're alive, do you think it's wise to like leverage your net worth to use loans, like instead of liquidating Mm-mm. your stocks? Mm-mm. Okay, I'll step away. I know I took a lot of time. No, no, and the only reason I say that, that debt is an endless trap because anytime someone tells me that debt is good, I always ask them, well, if I paid it off for you today, would you let me? They always say yes. Even if the loan is at one point, me, I know, even if the loan is at 13%, I know how to get 13% a day. So that's my edge, my alpha, et cetera. For the average person, the thing that I will agree with, with Dave Ramsey, and he says some crazy stuff, and Grant doesn't like Dave, but the debt is dumb, cash is king. That's true. And it also dictates how you're able to do business. Because if I don't want to do a deal, look at every recording artist that are in loans with labels that do bad business with them and get shelved, they can't take care of themselves financially because they owe too much. That is a trap. And then for all of those of you that are spiritual and that read the Bible, go Google what the Bible has to say about that. You don't want to be enslaved to anybody. It's one of the greatest ways to control a population without having a gun to their head. And this is from a debt-free person who used to have debt and used to hate when that credit card bill came in the mail. And now it's good to see that balance at zero every month because I'm not using it. Yeah, we gotta bring we gotta bring Grant Cardone on so he can uh debate you on that because uh, <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> something he's, we could probably make happen. <laughs> he's a debt he's a debt champion. He's the debt champion. He said a lot Business of things. Debt and personal debt are different, but even with it, there's a lot of things about Grant that I like, and I get even the marketing angle why he hates Dave because they're talking to two different audiences. <laughs> but I guarantee, if BlackRock came to him and said, "I'll let you keep all the," because he got a bunch of units here in Houston, you can keep all the units, but we as BlackRock will buy off or resolve all the debt, and you can have all those buildings cash free. I mean, uh, debt free. He'll absolutely take that deal. Because then, if you have no debt, any percentage gain that you get to the upside is profit. Like traders, the same thing. If I only take trades in which I know that I can make, let's say 2,500 per trade. If you can make 10 grand, but then you draw down 5,000, you're gonna have a lot more stress than I'm gonna have. So, but using it as a vehicle, and if he's getting at 1.5% or 2%, I get it. But anything like tie five, 5% debt on, Grant, Grant got some deal deals. So like to have 5% debt on, $300 million, $500 million, that shit would terrify me. That would terrify me. It does cause some stress. So, but each is on. But yeah, Grant should be on, so that'd be great. How y'all feeling? Y'all want to do one more? Y'all good? Everybody yeah, let's good? do it. All right, let's go. Let's go to, I haven't seen this name before. Anna, we're coming to you. Anna Floyd, what's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Damn. No breaks. No oh, breaks. nah, Anna. Fridge emoji. Wasn't in the, wasn't in the stars. Wasn't oh, in the stars. Oh, can no, she's there. <laughs> going on? Anna, what's up? Oh, I, thank I, you. I, you. I believed in you the entire time. These guys, they didn't believe in you so much, thank but you, I thank did. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay, hi. First of all, you guys are great. Huge fans. Um, thank you. I'm a business owner. I'm actually still recovering from the 2008. So I'm back to tell about it. Thank God I survived. Um, This question is for Rashad. Um, Do you have, and I'm new to EYL. So do you have any financial planning classes specifically for like entrepreneurs? 
Um, especially if we're kind of recovering, trying to kind of build back our retirement, how to make sure we always have reserves in our businesses like that. Yeah, I mean, not, I mean, that's eight. Um, congratulations on joining EY University. We're happy to have you. I don't have thank any you, class you. that is, is dedicated just towards entrepreneurs, but I usually always speak at least a couple of questions always geared towards entrepreneurship. And we can always, you know, do a class for entrepreneurs. That's something that was real big in my practice, working with small business owners, at least like 50% of my clients are small business owners. So I know the problem, I know the problems that small business owners face because A, not only um, did I work with a lot of small business owners, but I'm an entrepreneur. So I know I know the challenges that you know exactly. small business owners have. Exactly. So as far as cash flow and Exactly. All of that stuff. Retirement plan. So yeah, all of that stuff is stuff that we covered during the financial planning calls. Um, But yeah, we definitely can do a a class just kind of dedicated towards, you know, the financial planning aspects of business owners. But yeah, we talk about like SEP IRAs a lot. We talk about, um, you know, how to maximize benefits, savings, um, setting Perfect. up, you know, all of that stuff. But yeah, yeah, we definitely can go into that because there's a lot of stuff that people aren't aware of, even like health insurance. Health insurance is a real big thing for um, people that's mm-hmm. um, self-employed or if you have employees mm-hmm. and you want to offer them benefits. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, mm-hmm. people think you just start a business and it's like you just up and running, but there's a lot that goes into that payroll. It's so much, it's a lot, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a riddle. It's a riddle. And I'm kind of on part two. I mean, you guys don't know how much you're, you guys are just saving my life because I'm on part two. I'm rebuilding. So I hit, you know, I went into business in 27, made a lot of money, lost it. Now I'm making it back by the grace of God. So I'm living to tell about it, but I definitely need that next support to make sure I do it right. The final question I have, when are you guys coming to the Bay Area? Hey, shout out to the Bay. We definitely got to come to the Bay. We get get so much support in Oakland. And the whole Bay Area, and um, yeah. it's just a matter yeah, of time. Soon, man. Yeah, I'm okay. I, well, I'll keep, yeah, I'll keep I, my ear out, and I just want to say, Ian, love the suits. Keep wearing them. You're appreciated you. out here. Thanks so much, you guys, and you're doing good work. And I'll also look for you on Patreon. I actually joined your Patreon. That's how I became a member of EYL. So oh. I'm just glad to <laughs> definitely <laughs> make the, the connection. And Try, thanks, yeah. Troy. I'm going to join some of your book clubs too. Oh, Bye. thank you. Thank you. Shout out to everybody in the book. Club. Before you go, what business are you in? And congrats for surviving 2007 and eight. Cause thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know what? Thank you. It's all, it's all, you know, I've been, I've been kind of working through how much I lost, but honestly, I'm at the point now where I have to realize how much God let me keep to be very mm. honest. Mm. So, so that's serious for me. And so you guys are really just definitely helping me to continue to build that abundance. My business, Ian, thank you for asking. I'm a communications coach. So I do workshops on listening and communication training. I'm actually trying to see about podcasts. I'm actually trying to see about a Patreon channel. So I'm working to make sure that I expand with what I'm already doing. And I started back in, uh, I'm telling on myself, but uh, I've been in business for the last 25 years. So 97. So what's your uh, site? Uh, listening www dot and it's outdated by the way, but www dot listening l i s t e n i n g profits p r o f i t s the letter u dot com all one word. And, and what's the one thing you can help business owners or entrepreneurs do better to help maximize revenue or by using your services? 
what I, ah, that's a good question. What I can help business owners do by using my services is understand how they're setting up their life such that they are either listening to succeed or they're listening to fail. Uh, what choices are they making in their day-to-day -day business that will set them up to um, receive what they need and or decline what they need? Oftentimes, we want the results, but we don't even see how we're approaching the situation to get the result we want, all based on how we're listening to the initial conversation. Mm. So, so you can help business owners frame or listen and get the right question or ask the right question to get more deals? Is that what you're saying? Or more sales? Uh, that's a version of what I'm saying. You can okay. use listening that way. What I do is I actually listen to business owners. I listen to everyone to see where are their blocks in terms of where are they succeeding in their business and or what are their, and or what are, what are their challenges in their business. So if your business is you want to get more deals, but you don't know how come you can't close that deal, I can support you to get there. If your challenge is, I don't know how come I'm in my way because everyone I talk to doesn't want to uh, doesn't want to work with me, I can work with you there. If you're uh, over talking and you've lost the sale, I can talk, I can work with you there. But I work with people across the board. So it's not just business, it's also relationship. It's also um, career finances like that. Perfect. Thank Am I answering so the question? Yeah, you, you did absolutely. And if I've done anything okay. for you guys, if it's support the sister, if yeah. there is some value there, um, that will help you oh. in your career. Thank you. I'm on the I'm click. I'm on the site now, Anna. Oh. <laughs> well, great, great. I look forward to talking with you more. And Ian, I'm looking at Red Panda, so I'm just glad to connect with you guys, and we'll continue to just be in touch. And Rashad, uh, I look forward to taking some of your classes because I really do want to make sure I have my plan to continue to build back. Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate you taking my call. There are no Thank failures, you so just experiences and your reactions to them. Powerful. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Thank you, Thank Anna. You. Make sure you check her out. Check her website out. Um, if you need the services, uh, tap in. Definitely tap yeah. in. That's and, all it tells and, this, go ahead. You you always gotta be prepared for an elevator pitch. Um, uh -huh. I'm pretty sure that she didn't she she didn't know that she was gonna um you know have an opportunity to talk about her business in front of thousands of people. Um, but that was her opportunity and she did a, she did a good job. She explained it. She wasn't nervous. So that just goes to show you, I mean, Market Mondays is a really, really big show, you know, 50,000, 70,000, 100,000 people listening over the course of a couple of days that will hear her um, speak about her business. So elevator pitch is extremely important. That's something I learned early on in the business. Um, used to say 60 second elevator. The reason why they call it elevator pitch is like, if you get stuck in the elevator, you got 60 seconds. And then somebody mm -hmm. says, what do you do for a living? It's like, I help people transfer goats from Indonesia to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> so gotta be prepared. So yeah. congratulations to her and best uh, of luck moving forward. Much success. Yeah. yeah she That's all to the you, you gotta invest heavy. My bad, my bad Troy, go ahead. No, no, I said, and she's an earner too. So I'm sure this community, and that's what we have oh, is yeah. a community of just people who will, who will pour into somebody who's doing something positive. So shout out to her and shout out to all the earners that are about to hit up her, her page uh, and receive her services. Shout out to Anna, yeah. for real. Number one thing that they don't teach you in business school and when you're preparing for your business is that most people will not, as Rashad talked about last week, they won't know your value till you're too high. All the more reason why you need to invest in the market first, because even when your clients and customers and vendors are not operating in the way that you want them to, Apple, Microsoft, Target, Walmart, NVIDIA, AMD, Google, Slumberger, Caterpillar, 
will all be open to do business and pour money into your business, even when clients or customers are not. It's the biggest mistake that I see in uh, business owners making is hoping that they'll make all of this money when 90% of businesses fail after 10 years. And if you can just tie a great percentage of capital into the companies that are already dominating, you'll be able to live a lot longer, even if uh, the clients and customers that you want are not supporting you in the way that you want them to. So, Wise words from a decent man. There you have it, ladies. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, Red Panda's stock club sale, 24-hour flash sale is active right now. The link is pinned in the YouTube comments. And the link is also in the description of this video. So if you want to take advantage, I know you heard of Stock Club. If you watch Market Mondays, you've heard of it. Um, so if you're interested, uh, yeah, that's it. Good dope sells itself, as Wall Street Trapper always says. So yeah, shout out to my bro. <laughs> shout out tomorrow. Go to him today. Shout out to my bro. Yeah, so listen, I don't play with the prices. So those of you who are new, this isn't a gimmick. After the 24 hours, <laughs> price go back up. Hey, he's not so, playing. Rolls Royces don't need to discount we don't so, put bumper stickers on rolls royces cannot do it <laughs> no you can't you can't you can't hey yo fellas um, it's, it's been real shoddy real quick um we got uh july 2nd is this week and so we got this album right here you see this album right here 1996 this album came out july 2nd 25 year anniversary of it was written so shout out to nas that album's so underrated for i don't changing, know why people don't like the album but changing our lives um for helping raise a young man who who needed somebody to look up to Nas was my guy so shout out to nas for putting out it was written 25 years ago um on the second and shout out to g my brother his birthday is um the first so shout out to g happy, happy birthday to you bro happy, happy without happy without him i wouldn't be sitting here and there would be no referee for me and shoddy's epic battles um, Ian, you got to witness one of them, but Greg used to be the referee for a lot of them. So shout out gotcha. to you. <laughs> yeah, shout, shout out to Greg, man. Um, happy birthday in advance. And uh, shout out to Nas, man, that album. Changed my life, changed my life. Um, when that album came out, I uh, was a little kid, but I remember I remember listening to it and I remember the impact that it had in, on, on New York when it came out and um, really changed the game a whole lot. Yeah. It was written um, the way he came out. If I ruled the world, like it was just, it was, it was amazing. It was an amazing time. So when we yeah. interview, everybody knows my son is named Nas He's been a big part of my life. So when we interview Nas, I look forward to that interview. And uh, I'm definitely going to share that, share those stories with him, man. Cause that, that, that meant a lot for us. Nas is the reason I wanted to get waves. <laughs> you know, like for real, I, I'm a diehard Tupac fan. I didn't hear Illmatic first. I, I heard it if it was written. Kudos to my cousin, Nakia. Cause it was like a purple CD, right? She put it in and she's like, I, I need you to listen to this guy. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I'm like, and he's like, oh, I think Nazo was like 23 or some crazy young age. I'm like, incredible, man. Incredible. Yeah. Um, and panned out to be one of the greatest investors of all time. Yeah, so, we're gonna have a conversation with him. You know how we can do it, yeah. man. One life, one love. So there can only be one king. Uh, shout out to Nas and, and shout out to the summer of 96. A lot of great things happened in the summer of 96. A lot of great music came out. Um, and while we talking about music really quickly, and I know the Bay Area is listening, so shout out to everybody in the Bay Area. If you haven't listened to Her's new album, I'm, Ian, I'm not, shout out, I don't know if you, if you haven't listened. I haven't played it yet, it's hard. Listen, listen to me, listen to Her me. Her amazing, yeah. Listen to me. The back of my mind, that album right now, best album of the year. I'm telling you right now. Shout, shout out uh, to Her. Shout out okay. to her. I, really, I really enjoy her music a lot, but we can't 
back to this 25th anniversary thing. Um, <laughs> I got the vinyl too, by the way. Coming. One, one, one week, Nas' second album came out July 1st. Second. On 25 years ago. Yep. There was an album that came out one week prior to that. 25 years. You gonna ago. do this? Why are you gonna do this? Don't do this. Got a got a man. <laughs> Hove man. Shout out to Hove man. Reasonable doubt. Doubt. Just think about that. Like reasonable doubt drop, and then one week later, it was written drop. Two mm. of the greatest of all time. Two of the greatest albums of all time. Mm-hmm. Jay Z changed the game. Changed the world, man. The game hasn't been the same since. That was his debut. His who his, else dropped? Around that, then Mob Deep, Buster, that '96, yeah, yeah, '96, '96 crazy. '96 was different, but Jay Z, that album was just so slept on. I remember people like I remember like people they didn't even know who Jay Z was. They like who A Z like because A Z was had a bigger name than Jay Z at that time. Buster was the biggest out of them, damn near because that's when when. Put your hands on my eyes, can see was like yeah. number one everywhere. 90, I mean, ninety six. You, you, so you, you're still talking about a time where you still had pop, you still had yeah. big. Bad boy was killing it. They had just put out the remix to "Only You" with One Twelve. You just got introduced to them. Fuji's had the. Jay Z sc- was so ahead of his time, though. Like it was, it was a different time, man. Cuban Links was still rocking. Had just came out the summer before. War Report had, yeah. had dropped. It was a. Uh, it was a lot of music for for young men growing up, young women as well. So, so what what album what album is better, Reasonable Doubt or It Was Written? Let's get into this conversation. Don't do that. Don't nobody answer that question. Both are incredibly great. Listen, if I can't do the government thing, we're not gonna do the J. They gonna cut us off. Hey, I'm a, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Reasonable Doubt only because I think Illmatic is the greatest album of all time, and so I can't. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Reasonable Doubt. That's tough. No, Maddox right there too, by the way. That's the centerpiece of my the wall. Greatest rap album of all time? Of all time. All time. I'm I'm standing on that. Shout out to everybody at, at Queensbury Ventures. Nas, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Anthony. Shout out to the whole team. Shout out to G Code. Listen, man, we we the chair's waiting. The chair's waiting. We're gonna have that conversation. Shout, shout out to Hove, man. Y'all know Hove is Hove is it's it's so crazy that you know. Jay Z and, and and Nas, they're like right there for us, and you know yeah. everybody knows how I feel about Jay Z. Like, yeah, he he he's iconic, but I gotta get I gotta go with Nas on that one. I gotta go. With, it was written. Um, yeah, I think it was written was a better album. Can you give proper context to that? That's your favorite album, so people know. That, that is my favorite album. Okay, give context. Thank you. Well, hope you know, hope the goat, hope the goat, man, hope hope business, you know, is. This dude just keeps getting better and better, man. So shout out to Jay. And when we interview Jay, that will be the biggest interview in the history of the world. Hey, July 9th, y'all. I need y'all to flood those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's be talking about albums. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to her as well. Everybody go play. I gotta play that tonight. Her, her is an incredible musician. Incredible, I, incredible. Sure. No. Troy, Troy, can you put the link to the um stock sale in in the um in this chat? Because I'll do it right now. U- it's in YouTube. I'm not sure if it's in here. I'll and right uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to everybody that's making music, man. We love musicians. Um, we just want y'all just to own your masters. We want you guys to, um, you know, spread the message of financial literacy. Yeah. And and not get taken advantage of. 
because you guys are definitely no matter how we no matter how we slice it you guys are are superheroes in our culture and very important people so you know if we can help educate um musicians absolutely then musicians can help educate the world man especially for all you artists to get the money off shows and kill it so boosie young boy when he get out Dolph, Gotti, gucci take half that money and put them into the market man whatever you're making for music you will make probably double that if you do that for two or three years yeah easily yeah. Definitely. And shout out, shout out to the guys, shout out to the guys that get it. Shout out to little baby who's mm-hmm. continuously, Absolutely. um, continuously put financial literacy in his lyrics. I'm very impressed with little baby, his growth in a, such a short period of time. He's an extremely impressive young man. So shout out to him. Shout out to Rowdy Rich. Shout out to our guy Corday. Um, shout out to Rick Ross. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. So you know, shout out to Meek Mill. So there's a lot of mm-hmm. guys out there that's that's talking about investing and spreading the message of financial literacy. Um, so hopefully, you know, it just, it just continues to, to go in that direction. Cole, yeah. Cole, J. Cole as well, uh, 21 J. Savage. I there's a lot of the young dudes that are doing it. I'm not saying J. Cole's a young dude. He's a middle-aged dude, but uh, definitely 21 Savage, man. I, I, I was surprised when I listened to his music and how, how informed he is, so shout out to him. Yeah, and I know he's doing some stuff in Atlanta with, with teaching financial literacy courses, so that's impressive, man. A lot of, yeah. they, they, some things that are not expected from these type of artists, but they're actually doing that never get highlighted. So that's just as impressive to me as him putting out a hot single. So you, you keep you know. keep calling J. Cole middle age. He's thirty four years 30, old. He's thirty six. Thirty six. Middle age. I'm middle age. Middle 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 age. Yeah, we're middle age. I'm washed then. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> oh baby, let me go moisturize some more. My lord, he ain't got the Childish Gambino background. He got the album cover. <laughs> the yearly open pink line go use it fibonacci 272 120 yearly open the other joint i gave you all that y'all slept on that's eight ways to get into the market go execute go execute exactly. hey, hey it's been it's been a pleasure um tomorrow jimmy rodriguez shout out to jimmy from the bronx um, yeah, we used to wait in line to get in his spot, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a lot, crazy. A lot of legendary moments happened in Jimmy's, man. That's coming out tomorrow, eight o'clock. Shout out to our bros, the Cheat Code. We'd be on YouTube with them Wednesday at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And shout out to DJ Envy. We will be at his car show, Carcella, for yes, for a merch pop up, uh, Saturday, all day Saturday in Atlanta. So pop out and see us in person, get some merch. Everybody's always asking about the merch, so we're gonna have all the merch there. Um, check us out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And take Ian's advice during his presentation, man. Call somebody, call somebody, tell them you love them. Uh, prayers up to everybody. Shout out to safe travels back to New York, my brother. I'll see you when you get here. Ian, love is love, my guy. We You will be in New York this summer, for sure. And we're oh, gonna, gonna do something. Xander wanna go hey, to Atlanta. I'm gonna ask I'm a, him tomorrow. I'm gonna call you after this and, and I'm gonna tell you exactly when you need to come. <laughs> oh yeah, you should, you, should, you, should, you, should, you should bring him to Atlanta. It's a car show, my son. I'm bringing my son. Yeah, you the know, fam's coming. Kids okay. like cars, so, yeah. you know. Man, listen, he gonna be pressing me. Dad, why don't we get the, I don't have no money, son. <laughs> I don't have no money, but yeah, that, that'd be dope. Oh yeah, pull up to that. Yeah, and then uh, we might hit the aquarium. Um, if we have that some time, something special, ridiculous. They got the yeah. new shark exhibit. So yeah, man, pull up everybody. Be safe. Uh, be safe, be safe, be safe. Safety first. A lot of craziness going on out here in New York mm-hmm. city. And I'm sure in other cities as well. So be safe. 
Uh, be smart. Be blessed. We love y'all. Peace. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.